I want to thank you for investing in Revelation Wellness because I have benefited, my family has benefited, my marriage has benefited, and it's a benefit that I see carrying forward to generations, so thank you. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and we are going to rev the word today. I want to say thank you right there to Tracy, you guys. That is Tracy, a monthly partner with us at Revelation Wellness. We're just so about hearing your stories and your testimonies of how these podcasts, of how this ministry is uh, affecting your life, because that is... (laughs) there's an encounter with God. You're not just supposed to know about him in a two-dimensional way, but in a three-dimensional, which means touch, taste, sound. You're encountering God. And so we love hearing these testimonies and we're very grateful for our partners who say, hey, this is changing my life and not just my life, but my, my marriage, my family, and generations to come. And I really do believe that, I know. I know some people just say, Elisa, could you just not be so much? Could you just be about the fitness? Just, just, I can't, (laughs) I can't, I can't. And I'm so grateful that you would allow me to stretch you in this way. Uh, The gospel is alive and well, you guys. And uh, I'm just so grateful that you, you people go, you know what? I don't just want it to be words on a page. I want it to come in and be in me and live and move and have its being through me. So this is a really fun time we get to do. If it's your first time, welcome. All we're gonna do is move our feet and hear truth. And today's gonna be a little different. I'm actually gonna put a lot of space for you. Oh, my husband's making his shake. There you go, hold on. Okay, (laughs) real life, everyone. And um, I wanna leave some space for you to train, be trained by the Holy Spirit that is in you. If you have faith in Christ, He comes and not just comes and uh, you just get, you know, an access pass to some good teaching. He actually moves in the neighborhood, as the message version of the Bible says. He comes and he moves into you. So now you have new appetites, new thoughts. Um, you, You just notice things start to change. Hope rises. You don't have the same appetites for the things you once did. It's kind of the Holy Spirit just kind of gets in you and starts messing you up. That's a good thing. That's why we're not afraid of the mess here. So today I'm gonna leave some space for that. There are no intervals today. You're just gonna go move your body. This literally could be a good recovery ride for some or a walk. Enjoy yourself. It's not about the fitness. (laughs) If you're still counting calories or shaming your body, in Jesus name, there's a new way today. We can stop that. And even if you did it yesterday and you start fresh every day, God is not disappointed in you. You are not a disappointment. He's not ashamed of your story, your struggle. Get on the struggle bus because it turns into the freedom bus. I promise you. All right. So thank you to our monthly partners. You should be in a challenge group. If you are a monthly partner, you get more of us, more intimacy with you, more training every month. So get back there into that. You should have got an email from us. If not, please email info at revelationwellness.org. If you're a monthly partner, we'll direct you to that page so we can keep training with you. You have RevWell TV as well. So we go way beyond these podcasts. All right. Are we ready? Let's see. Everyone take a deep breath. Inhale. 
exhale lift the corners of your mouth drop your shoulders down get your heart high and open and say these words this is my get to this is my get to anything that comes against you in resistance or tension is for you to increase you to build you up in faith hope and love okay let's get going we'll get the music going in three two one go beautiful Monday morning here in Arizona wow it's beautiful for the mornings are amazing here and it gets really hot so grateful love them I wake up to the birds singing it's a nice way to get up as opposed to the winter when it's pitch black out and I get up no matter what do your best to set a schedule a routine and stick to it be jealous for your time with the Lord. So God, we are here because we have responded to your initiation of love towards us. So good morning or good evening, God. Here we are showing up. God, we ask that your word the living word of God and the Holy Spirit would get to work inside of us today, tonight, anytime. Permission granted. Say what you need to say, do what you need to do. Free our hearts, renew our minds, strengthen our souls, and ready our bodies to love. Speak to us today. Everyone say that. Speak to me right now in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so that is the, the truth that I'm jumping on. Jesus says in John 10 that he's the good shepherd and we are his sheep and he speaks and his sheep hear his voice. So you hear from him. Let's just cut to the chase here. We're gonna clear the cobwebs away. You hear from God. And if it's in line with truth, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, joy, peace, love, all of that Galatians 5.23 fruit of the spirit, then you are hearing from God, period. Don't let the enemy come and accuse you of of being a kindergartner thinker. Listen, the gospel is not complicated. It's very simple. That's why Jesus says, enter faith like a child. You can't even begin or get anywhere unless you humble yourself to begin again. So we welcome childlike faith here. I mean, look, you're moving your body. It's recess time right now. So have fun. All right, so what's going to happen today? But the Lord said three things. Say, what, why. This is a say, what, why workout. I'm going to read a piece of scripture. 
you're gonna say the piece of scripture back and it's okay if you don't get it right just say what you think you can remember and I'll try to keep it bite-sized say and then the question to you will be what about those words do you love what about the words that you just said excite you move you towards life and then I'm gonna ask you why so you're gonna have a lot of time to move your body and meditate now first let me remind you this is God I'm gonna read to you from Isaiah 61 these are the words that Jesus spoke his first sermon in the synagogue he, he goes all right I'm gonna pull up the Old Testament because I am gonna bring a fulfillment to the Old Testament so we're gonna be reading Isaiah 61 and I want you to hear these as words that are your words the anointing and the declaration over your life now you might wonder is that biblical absolutely because Jesus himself said that we would do greater things than him he says that in John 16 7 very truly I tell you whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father and he says this is his verse 16 7 that he has to go away so the helper could come we now all have this Holy Spirit helper in us that gives us the ability the power the authority the right to do the same works that Jesus did so let's start at the beginning with Jesus's own words in the presence of the ears to hear Isaiah 61 if these are the words that Jesus spoke and he hands us the baton and says now you now you go tag your it all right so we're gonna read from Isaiah 61 the same words that Jesus spoke but we're gonna go we're gonna look at the entire word because Jesus said to these people the religious that he had come to disrupt and the sinners that he come to save today these words have been fulfilled in your presence now we are the fulfillment forever and ever amen of these words you ready verse 1 the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor say that back say it the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor why I'm sorry first what what about what you just heard jumps out at you quickens your spirit 
the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. What quickens your spirit? that that word quickens your spirit ask him This is you getting your identity back and your purpose, who you are and what you're living for. You are the anointed one, God's chosen. Next part, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. I'll say it again. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. What is it about that? Why? Why? Why do those words quicken your spirit? See, he's tinkering. What sticks out to me is all these things I've needed at some point in my life. I have sat with my heart broken, barely breathing, feeling stuck, hopeless, angry, bitter, acting like a prisoner, 
Now this is why they rehab. Prison programs need a rehabilitation. Otherwise, you become in the atmosphere you are set in. And just because you've been put behind bars doesn't mean your soul or your mind or your heart have to stay there. Just because your body's there does not mean you're a prisoner. God is doing something. Binding, releasing, proclaiming, and he hands us the same tools and says, now you bind, release, and proclaim. Verse two, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To grant those who mourn in Zion, give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. Again, I'll read it. Remember, this is the Lord's anointing on you to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn to grant to those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes what quickens you? Why does it quicken your spirit? Proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance and to comfort those who mourn. Wow. There's something powerful in comforting those who mourn. It destroys hell. Because listen, aren't we all really sad at the baseline of everything? I don't care if you know it. A boastful person, a bitter person, a pretty person, an insecure person, a person wearing a mask. Take all of it off and they're sad. 
They had something and they lost it. We had it and we lost it. There's an underlying grief in all of us. And so we try, try again. And we miss the mark time and time again. Because without the Spirit of the Lord upon us, we're just striving. When we were made for liberty and freedom in Christ, to proclaim the good news, you can't save yourself. When you're at the end of yourself, you're blessed. When God is your only hope, you're blessed. The loss of ourself, of what we thought we knew, mourning. We've been there, amen? We have been there. And I love, I believe I'm gonna be paraphrasing, but I read a quote from Graham Cook that says, when you release another from the bondage that you've been in, when you provide freedom to another in your once area of captivity, this, that is vengeance. <laughs> Come on. When you free a person from what has, God has freed you from, that's vengeance. This is why Tracy at the beginning could say, this is changing my life. God has freed me. It's his kindness that has led to my change, to the change in my marriage, to generational cords of kindness that will tie me to generations ahead and reconciles me to generations behind me. We're pulling them out of the pit. Come on, this is vengeance. what you were made for. This is who you are. The Spirit of the Lord upon you. Greater things than Jesus. Come on. That statement always gets me. How could Jesus say greater? Like, there's no way. You're the great I am. I think it's when people see ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Like Jesus was saying, I am the Messiah. So there's a certain amount of intrinsic respect or hate, right? Jesus is very polarizing as the gospel is. It's not lukewarm. But when ordinary people come through these extraordinary devastations, that's vengeance. That's greater. It's kind of, I just believe when one day when I see Jesus face to face, he's gonna say, you did it. 
You did it. You believed every word. You did it. What a great thing that I believe Jesus will honor us, that he will bow to us. Great job. You did it. You believed all those words. The commission, you believed it. And you did it. Not perfectly. But there is honor in the falling and getting up. Falling and getting up. Falling and getting up. That's vengeance. Whew. Verse 3. To grant to those who mourn in Zion. Oh no, I already said that. Well, we'll start there. To give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. The garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. Let's say it again what he's gonna give them. To grant those who mourn in Zion. To give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. Some other translations say the garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. What quickens your spirit? Okay, why? Why? Holy Spirit, why does this quicken us? Good. Listen, some of you hear from God in word pictures. Some of you see things playing out like a movie. That's hearing from God. Some of you get visceral sensations. That's hearing from God. Listen, cue up, be in your body. Creativity is part of this gig. Imagination. Come on, ask a three-year-old not to color. You might as well ask them to stop breathing. So why was your heart quickened in this whole exchange of mourning for gladness and a garment of praise? I love that. I love that God invites us to dressing the people, dress them, unbind them, remove the death clothes the grave clothes, take them off. And we do that through words all. And listen, people don't know you care, to, don't wanna know that you care till they know you're present. 
You can't just come in blowing up people with words, even if they're kind words. Be present first. What can I do? How can I help? I'm here. I'm with you. That's empathy. And once somebody knows you're present and you're not going anywhere, then you begin to address them. Pointing out things that are going right. How beautiful they look, even in their tear-stained face. How beautiful. How free they are getting. How brave they are to feel their feelings and think thoughts. It's courageous to mourn. We all come out on the other side with a crown. The tears baptize us cleanse us and we receive an upgrade an oil of gladness and a garment of praise next verse that they may be called oaks of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified that they may be called, say it, oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. What quickens you? Spirit, why? Why does this quicken us? Of righteousness. You do know the most solid form of wood from a tree is that of an oak. It's strong. Strong. This is what God is planting. But it starts with a seed. You bet. It starts with a seed. Last night I was watching the movie Martian, The Martian with my family. And if you know, fictional story of a man who gets stuck on Mars, kind of like Castaway, but of space. And the man happens to be a botanist, which saves his life. Because we know we can't survive without food and water. But he realizes he has to grow food 
and there's just this moment that he's toiling and figuring, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Trying to grow food in an atmosphere that is not supposed to sustain life. Come on. This is kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. Everything you believe about following Jesus will encounter and confront your unbelief based on what you know of the principles of this world to work under. Everything gets flipped upside down. And God tells us to have hope in hopeless situations. Bring joy where there's despair. <laughs> Don't grow weary even though you are languishing, exhausted, dog-tired. That God will come through, that God is able. And there's a moment in the movie when he's growing, he's trying to see if this is gonna work. And then all of a sudden, he sees a tiny little green leaf coming up through the soil. Tiny. Everyone, it's the mustard seed. It starts there. But the end goal, it's the same. You're an oak. Whether you're a seed or a tree, you're an oak. You're an oak. Oak of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. This isn't your parents doing. This isn't your husband's doing, your wife, your teachers, your friends. You are a planting of the Lord. You're God's business. The whole deed to the house, to the land. It's His. For the God, for His glory. That the Lord may be glorified. This is why we're not the end point of this story. <laughs> we're the intermission. <laughs> we're refreshments. This is going to be great. All right, get back in the story. Because I'm growing some oaks. Life. Where the world says death. Peace. Where the world says chaos. Love where the world says fear. Wisdom, where the world says Google. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna give you a minute and a half to be <laughs> watered by God's word, that this is who you are. The spirit of the Lord is upon you. He's anointed you to bring good news to the poor, to bind up brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and opening the prison, proclaiming the year of the favor of the Lord. And this brings vengeance for our God, that you comfort those who mourn, and you grant to those who mourn on Zion headdresses instead of ashes, oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of faint spirit, that they are oaks of righteousness, for the Lord's glory.
Well done. Well done. Good job. Keep your feet moving. We have about seven, eight minutes to bring and cool yourself down or keep moving. You don't have to. But if you're smiling and you're losing track of time, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a gift. That's good. This is who you are. Say what? Why? Say it, Lord. This is how I work throughout my day. If I feel distressed, angry, afraid, pressured, stressed, that's a cue for me to say, God, what are you saying right now? Right, because the written word of God is great. It cues me up to hear the voice of God. It cues me. But there is an active voice of God who is with me throughout the day. The helper. Jesus says, it's best I go away. You want this helper be with you. Because not every answer to life is black and white in the Bible. Should I date this person? Shouldn't I date this person? Should I take this job? Should I not? <laughs> right? It's not going to be written down, name, date, who this person, no. But the word steers me to hear the rhema word of God, the living, the active word of God. Rhema breath, the breath of life. God is breathing all around you right now. He's sustaining life all around you right now. That's why you've never met a hopeless Christian, because if you've met someone who's hopeless, they're not really a follower of Christ. Someone snatched them, something has snatched them and taken them away from this truth. God's grace, the enabling power is in us <laughs> to breathe underwater to grow life on Mars. It's in us. Greater things than these. It's in us. How cool is that? Don't you wanna know? I wanna know what's in me. I wanna know. Problem is it confronts all the lies in me. It confronts all my unbelief, it confronts my pride. But I'd rather know than not know if there's disease in me I'd rather know than pretend everything's fine this is why celebrate when you repent celebrate when you get it wrong not that you got it wrong but that you know you got it wrong because Holy Spirit is being friendly to you to show you the truth and offer you love that upgrades you to live in the truth that you are a daughter of the God Most High. That you are a son of the God Most High. He has not left you as an orphan. 
so I'm able to say, God, what are you, what are you saying right now to me? And he's quick to show up. There isn't this long dramatic pause. Usually sounds something like this. Breathe, Elisa. Breathe. Slow down. I'm here. Believe in me. And it usually sounds like that at the very beginning, yes. <laughs> He's a father to a child. I'm not my age, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm that chronologically and according to the Earth's atmosphere and timeline. But in my heart, I'm still a child. And I, I want to stay that way. So I need the basics of God saying, slow down. You got too quick there. Or lift your head up. Look up, look up, look up, Elisa. Or sit down, Elisa. Or get up, Elisa. <laughs> He'll speak. What are you saying? And then layers of what he's saying will unfold. Right? Because I ate my breakfast. So you've got to be eating God's word, you guys. Take t if you aren't doing anything, take five minutes in the morning. Come on. Don't be an all or nothing fool. Those are people that stop their weight loss program because they're not losing 20 pounds in 10 days. Just, it's the right thing to do. So do it because it's the right thing to do. So if I ate my breakfast, <laughs> then I can draw upon those nutrients for the living word of God to come up. And I can hear what he's saying. And what he's saying quickens me. And then the why is always because living in the life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control is way better than any life I choose to live, any action I choose to do. And really, an action is based on a belief. You become what you believe, right? Your beliefs become your biology. Your biology is your busy what you do say what why God speak say something what are you saying why do I need to hear this don't forget who you are beloved an oak of righteousness a planting for the display of God's glory Thank you, God, for your word. We love you. We believe we are not the same person who pushed play 43 minutes ago. <laughs> Thank you that we just moved our bodies and you moved in, took more territory. Now, God, invade us today, interrupt us today, use our bodies to cue us up. May we be your helpers on the earth doing greater things that they would give you great glory and joy in Jesus name Amen hey just a reminder instructor training starts in August some of you are called 
a lot of you are called and fear holds you back in Jesus name be released come amen <laughs>